This is Diedrich Moon. I'm the author of The Unexpected Journey, Firing Gold, and you're listening to Moments of Grace. This is your host, Dr. Adriel Butler, and welcome to A Moment of Grace. It is 2021. Thank goodness we all have come out of this thing. I understand, unfortunately, 600,000 of our fellow Americans did not. All over the world, we've had challenges. All over the world, we've all have lost loved ones. I've lost some loved ones that were very close to me and some gentlemen and and ladies that were outside peripheral of my family. One thing that, that my wife and I did and my daughter, it drew us closer. We had an opportunity to uh, kind of shift where we are as humans, where we are as people, we had an opportunity to get closer, draw closer to one another. I don't know if it's a good or bad thing because as a society, as humans, we are social creatures. And the pandemic drew us a little bit further from each other rather than closer to each other. For some people, uh, like me and my family, we had an opportunity to draw closer to one another love on one another and find new dynamics within our relationships. For other people, they started businesses, started some places within themselves they didn't even know they had. And even for others, like my guest today, Edwin Frandozo, he has uh, shared 100, uh, 100 extras business in 100 days. And so we'd like to welcome Edwin to Moments of Grace. Welcome, Edwin. Dr. Butler, thank you for having me. Thank you. It is such me. a pleasure to have you, my friend. Would you introduce yourself, please? Yeah, um, my name is Edwin Frendozo. And as I introduce myself, I typically like to, for those who have never met me or heard of me before, I'd like to typically start with, I am a five-year-old father, seven-year-old husband, 16-year-old entrepreneur, and a 45-year-old man. <laughs> Okay. It it gives you know it gives context into an insight I, I feel of who I am as a human um, because we're all at different age and different stages when it comes to different parts of our lives right and we're always learning and we're always growing so um, that's who I am as a as someone who um, I identify as an entrepreneur as I mentioned I am a co-founder and CEO of a telecommunications company, a voice, a voice over IP company called Slingshot VoIP. And I'm also an award-winning podcaster like Dr. Butler here. I'm called the Business Leadership Podcast. And um, just, just learning and growing. And like Dr. Butler said, um, this past year, I had some transformational growths. And I'm here to, here to chat with you all with, about it and share. It is so wonderful to have you here, my friend. I know we're going to have ourselves a, a great time. Um, this this last year, like I said, we we've had some challenges, but um, you know I'm the type of person I I don't only think the glass is is half full. Um, I'm always looking for ways to get more into the glass. So whether someone says it's half empty, whether someone says it's half full, I said, well, let's go get the vessel and fill it up some more. So. Um, so this past year, even though we had some tragedies, it sounds like you you had some 
uh, as you put it, an audacious uh, shift in your life. Uh, share that with us, please, if you don't mind. Yeah, 100%. And as the world learned about COVID, like all of us, um, I was in an interesting space personally. I had been working on my tech business for a number of years, bootstrapped, and was already questioning, what am I doing? This is tough. Am I doing the right thing? I, you know, over the last couple of years, I started surrounding myself with entrepreneurs who are coaches, consultants, folks who create impact in the world, you know, one by one and tries to elevate everyone. You know, I even started getting closer and, and finding, you know, my spirituality with God and my Catholic background as well over the past few years. So I was going through this instant interesting phase right before COVID. But there was an opportunity where someone wanted to join the business who came from a competitor and had the experience of um, scaling it and getting 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 it to a point that it got acquired by a multinational. And I'm like, oh, this is a great opportunity. After a couple of months, we uh, we said, oh, why don't you join our company? And uh, and then COVID hit. So all these plans we had been working for for like half a year right. kind of went out the door. It was like, what is happening? And, you know, I was already thinking about, you know, I had half the foot out the door before this opportunity of a new partner came in. And I just started I just started thinking I went back to this anxiety driven world when COVID hit and I didn't know what to do with myself. But like most entrepreneurs or individuals, you know, when COVID hit and I'm sure you're the same, Dr. Butler, you know, we were questioning, like, how could we help? in this situation right, like you exactly. said the glass is not half full it's not a you know how, what can we do so i found myself pivoting almost every and pivoting became like a buzzword if you're in the entrepreneurship world it's right. like you can't stand still you got to right. figure out how you could help your community your people so i found myself you know doing collaborations with national organizations up i'm up here in toronto canada so i was i was doing a collaboration with a a national organization that had insight with tech leaders. And we were trying to see how we're navigating, um, you know, the COVID, the digital shift, you know, getting right. these people who, who were all confused, but how do we do this together as business leaders? So there was that collaboration. Then I had another collaboration partnership that came through with a, another friend of mine who, who wanted to flatten the curve. So if you remember that buzzword yeah, last course. year, yes, <laughs> definitely. Yes. <laughs> So I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, everything is sort of standstill in my life. I said, this is a great opportunity. Why don't I try to do this? And it was really exciting, exhilarating. Like we, we started putting together some amazing humans from around the world that was like this big brain trust. Wow. Um, and we started getting like partnerships around the world. But as fast as it was growing, it sort of imploded as well, right? Because now you're putting together all these egos, right. all this restlessness. So then I went back to like, Oh my God, what am I doing with my life? You know, everything is this. And at the same time, luckily enough, I was also doing the self-work. I was uh, I was working with a coach that was helping me do the deep work with like what really moves me. So, right. you know, as I mentioned, even before COVID, I was already questioning, you know, what's my self-worth? What am I doing? What, are, you know, am I doing the right things? Should I be doing this? And you know, after which I was lucky because, you know, some people called it the great reset. I was doing so many things mm -hmm. and as well as resetting of right. who I am. Right. right. 
Um, and it turned out when I did the work and, and I looked through all the, the dark past of who I am and what moved me, I came to realize that I am someone who identifies as a polymath, someone who loves to do many things. Right. Exactly. Right. And right. I'm sure you could relate to this because, yes. you know, you have many <laughs> yes. things that you do and right. I love it. That's why I gravitated to you and your and your podcast. But it, you know, society and this is where a lot of things happened before I made this audacious goal. When I look back, society, you know, my daughter was four and watching my daughter grow, you could see their curiosity. Mm. Right. They will look at one thing and That's us right. as adults right. parents right we will empower them we mm. won't question them whether there's an roi in learning that right and then if they do something that's on the right field will 180 degrees will empower them but something changes in society like oh you have to choose one stream in college university exactly. you got to do one thing and you know as i as i grew up i was always that kid that was bored in you know, grade school, high right. school, because I was right. bored. But then I went to computer engineering, mm. which was very difficult, mm -hmm. taking six courses, and I crushed it. Okay. And then I went to the corporate world, and now I'm doing one thing again. Right. They want you to do one thing. Right. Right. They want to do one thing. And I ultimately end up going on my own. But funny enough, entrepreneurs will also say, so now I'm like an entrepreneur, and I'm still reflecting on my past. It's like, I'm an entrepreneur. I, I could be my own boss. Mm -hmm. But then entrepreneurs <laughs> actually say the same thing. Right, exactly. You know, your peers will say, oh, Edwin, you're doing too many things. Mm -hmm. You right. got to do one thing. You right. got to be an expert. You got to niche out. Right. You got to be an expert. And, you know, I think that was like killing me inside because I'm someone who likes to do things. Very eclectic, right. And right. I could thrive in it, right? Right. So now we're like in August or, or, or September almost last year and another like failed collaboration or partner. I wouldn't say failed, like we got things out, but what I was doing at the time was I was always like, I need someone to complete me. I need a partner, like someone who is a little more seasoned right. and, and it kind of fell apart again. And my gut was like, I knew it was not right because and a lot of reflection and people in my masterminds know, Edwin, you know what? You're the guy. Everyone wants to work with you. You have right. it. You have it backwards in your mind. You want to work with them. You want someone they, else to complete you. And actually you're the completer. I'm, I'm the completer. <laughs> Can we so, do this, Edwin? I'd like to take a little break to, uh, yeah. I have a new book. I want to plug that new book uh, with an ad and some other ads we have going. And when we come back, I wanted us to finish our conversation. Okay. 100%. All right, stand by. Uh, this is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler. We are speaking with Edwin Frandoza, and we are talking about his shift uh, to uh, his business doing 100X. And as you can hear by Edwin talking, he has a lot of energy and uh, is into a lot of things. And when we come back, he's going to share with us that epiphany that, uh, you know, instead of uh, him needing someone to complete him, that maybe he's the one that's completing others. So when we come back, we'll have that discussion. This is your host, Dr. Ray Jerome Butler. We'll be right back. Wouldn't you like to start your day upbeat and motivated? Dr. Butler has written a wonderful book. It is called A Moments of Grace. It is a devotional for a busy life. You can get your copy at www.dr ajrbutler.com.
Our podcast has been nominated for five SPIN Awards. I would like to thank you for listening and also for your votes to the nominating committee at the SPIN Awards. Thank you all so much for recognizing our moments of grace. And we pray that you have a day of grace. Thank you. And we're back. We're back. We're talking with Edwin Frandozo. And guys, I tell you what, you know, this, this past year that we've gone through, as Edwin was talking about, he, he had that epiphany. You know, sometimes we, and, and for you guys that are listening, I want you to listen to what Edwin's saying. Sometimes we think we need others and other things to complete us when we're already complete. Um, I know with my wife, and I always say this, uh, she is my best half. Uh, I need her to complete me in our marriage. Uh, may, maybe not so much in some of the other things that we do, but uh, I need her to complete me. There's some things in your life that you're doing that you're the completer. You know, you are the cornerstone. Let's let's put it like that, that you're the cornerstone that's holding everything else up. You're the foundation. And unfortunately, sometimes because of modesty, maybe because of how we've been raised, sometimes we don't think we are. We we don't realize that we're the foundation of certain things and we don't realize people actually build on us. And so uh, that, so we're going to welcome back Edwin with us as he's sharing with us this wonderful journey to uh, 100X's business in 100 days. So welcome back, Edwin. Oh, thank you for having me. It's such a, it's such an amazing pleasure. I'm so excited. Well, you, uh, you were, you were discussing with us um, uh, before we went on break about um, bringing people in and, and people trying to complete you. And, and, and then you had this, this epiphany, this, this uh, uh, light that went off that maybe it isn't everyone else that maybe it's you. Yeah. And, and I, this epiphany, you know, it came in this place where we're constantly looking. Right. And I am right. thankful and grateful for some of the people that are around me that I was, you know, I got into the habit of really reflecting some of the things that I was going through in these little sacred spaces, right, where right. people allowed me to share. And people said, Edwin, you know, maybe you don't need anyone. You're the guy, mm. right? And for context, I was in this self-discovery that I am a multi-passionate. I like doing many things. Right. And this is why I partner too. But ultimately, I had to look at that. So now I'm in September and I was, you know, I met up with a good friend of mine and he was, you know, I was discussing some of these things and he said, you know, Edwin, you do all these things. So now he, so he's an entrepreneur. He's the guy, someone who really reflects and you have to do one thing. And he was questioning this, like, Edwin, you do all these things, but have you ever considered doing one thing hmm. and what would happen if you had to do it, Right. You know, what one thing we talked about in the past with this with this friend of mine is like, you know, we all have vision boards, right? I'm, right. I'm sure you and your right. community, we talk about vision boards. But one thing that people don't talk about a lot is like, what's the cost of your vision board? Mm. What's oh, the wow. cost of your dream life? Come on now. Wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's what actually I challenge you, uh, mm -hmm. Dr. Butler, anyone listening, you know, if you have a vision board write down how much that vision board right. that life would cost you uh, right. to sustain that life. It's actually a very interesting story. I mean, 
it, you're going to find out, oh, that's it. Or, well, that's doable. Like that's right. actually not that far away from where we are today. Right. Like it's, it's actually an enlightening exercise, but you know, he, that came back up and he's like, okay, Edwin, so what would it take for you to live this, this dream life that you have and, you know, everything that makes you create the impact that you want to do or create this vision of you in the future. And when I did the calculations, it ended up being like, how do, how could I make slingshot pay me my worth, my, you know, an income right, that would right. cover that whole dream. Right. So right. I sort of like came from this world, like a month ago, where like the month passed, we're like, okay, I am this person who likes doing many things. And he kind of convinced me at the time, like, oh, actually you got to focus. So now I'm like, I, you know, I was already like mind mapping what this mm. multi-passionate Edwin's ecosystem would look like. But I right. said, okay, I, you know what? I'm going to actually do this because I was still like, yeah, I'm the guy. So maybe I have to switch. So he's like, you know, I'm doing this goal. I'm, I, he had this, an audacious goal. He's like, you know, September 26th, 20 September 22nd is exactly 100 days till the end of the year. Okay. And goals, however audacious they are, you know, success is not linear. That's right. Success is actually like we're on a plateau and then all of a sudden it shoots up. Right. Exactly. And then you're on here. And, you know, as I think I love watching basketball, I'm an NBA super fan. I mean, Toronto, they, I mean, we, we were blessed <laughs> to win a championship two years ago, there you but, go. but even if you think about NBA athletes, they're from like zero to a minimum contract of 3 million. That's right. not linear. Right. Exactly. And then if you're a superstar, it goes up yeah. again to 30 million. <laughs> right. So there's no linear. There's no, you can't work yourself up to 30 million. It's, right. it's, it, it, there's a jump. Exactly. So he said, why can't you do that within a hundred days? Mm. So now Dr. Buller, I'm like scared, but intrigued. I'm like, there you go. It can, this be, can this be done? Right, right, right. And, and so I'm like, okay, I think I could do this. So I actually, you know, I didn't make the decision, but I went into the weekend before that and what had happened was it got, it got dark. It got scary. The devils were coming out and they're like, <laughs> who the hell do you think you right. are to do this? Right. And the fear, mm. the self-conscious, the mm. self-worth. And the one thing that I changed up that time is I, I stuck with it. I didn't try to, you know, not think about, it. I just let myself dig deep. Right. I did a lot of prayers. I journaled, I meditated, just absorbed. And Everything I absorbed just absorbed. It. Right, right. And right. then what flipped in my mind was like, why not me? Exactly. Exactly. Why not me? Like I am like anyone else. Right. Um, so I that day came the 22nd, and I, I recorded a video and I and I, I basically put it online. It says oh, I'm gonna 100 x my business in a hundred days, and it was freeing. I posted it on YouTube. I posted it on my Instagram and almost instantly something shifted within me. You know, the belief became so strong. Right. Um, and things just started manifesting wow. new ideas, right. wh whether the new ideas came from inside right. or people, whether they're in my network or my circle, they started coming up out of nowhere and new people, new collaborations, new businesses started happening. And not only that, something shifted within our business because maybe I made this audacious goal. Right. Exactly. Things started just moving. Right. It was, it was, it was, it was crazy. Um, Sounds like the law of attraction too. You know, you, you, 
you spoke it and and put uh put the work into it and so it, it had to be attracted to you yeah and you and you put yourself out there because it's right scary it is like, <laughs> like i mean i wasn't saying i'm gonna double my business right right i was saying something ridiculous right. like I'm i was 100 x right <laughs> I was putting out myself to get ridiculed, right? Right. I got you. I got you. So just to end the story on the 100 days. So what had happened, I started a practice, which I've done in the past, just to, to get comfortable on video. I started doing a daily digital diary of this 100-day journey. Okay. So now I'm just like updating. And I remember questioning myself. I remember journaling. And it was, it was interesting because I'm like, who the hell? records themselves every day saying they're going to hundred X the business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm like, I think in the same journal, I'm like the guy that's going to hundred X the business. There does you go. No one exactly. else does that. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, and what's interesting as I reflect on that practice, what I realized after, and I probably realized it this year is it was a form of self-talk and affirmations mm -hmm. because now I'm putting myself out there and say, yeah, this is Edwin Frondoso's flash. Like it was exactly 296 days ago when I did this, I have, I have a chart right here Wow. to remind wow. myself, right. right. It's an ongoing thing, but it became, it was affirmation and self-talk. So around like three quarters of the hundred days. So I think around November, my belief turned to conviction. Mm. Like I was convinced I'm hundred Xing it. Like on no now. one can tell me nothing anymore. It there didn't matter. Right? Like there if there was go. setbacks, that's fine. Right. That's part of it. Right. Um, and ultimately, you know, to, to cut to the chase, the hundred days came and gone. I did not hundred X my business, but what I believe happened was I hundred X my mindset. Come on. Six, and, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Edwin. Say that again, please. <laughs> that you didn't may not have, have may not have hit that goal of hundred X, but in your mindset, you hit that goal. Your, your whole, your whole, whole beliefs. You said you changed from belief to conviction. That's powerful. That is totally yeah. powerful. It's it's um, and I and I I feel it in my bones. It's probably freeing too, it. isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's it's freeing, right? Because you know all these anxiety, all these setbacks as entrepreneurs, it happens every day. But now, to me, it's like I like recover, just like right, you know. I, you know, I, as I, as, like I said, I watch basketball and you see Kobe Bryant, you know, these guys will, you know, they'll shoot and they have the conviction the next shot will go in. Exactly. I get it now. Exactly. Like they, there you go. They exactly. don't even care. Like they'll right. just keep shooting it. They know it's going in. It right. may miss, but it's going, the next one's going in. That's right. Yeah. That's so it's, right. um, it went, it, it, got, it, yeah, it went and gone, but my mindset hundred X and I'm just like, you know, when, when the new year rolled around. I was, I had this time now I had this time to reflect. I knew I was going to hundred exit. Maybe, maybe it was really ridiculous hundred Xing a hundred business. Cause I didn't have the frameworks in place. I didn't have the operations. Right. I didn't even have the resource. Right. But you had the faith though. That sometimes that, that faith drives us, my friend, that faith drives us. You know, I, I have a motto I've, I've used for years. I don't know where it came from. I, I want to think it came from the, from the wisdom well of my soul um, that success is on purpose, but so is failure. You know, that if, you know, if I'm going to be successful, it's on purpose, but also if I fail, it's on purpose as well. That's, that's powerful, man. I, I've never heard that re reframe, but that's, that's, that's a hundred percent, right? Um, totally, totally, totally. But so, just, 
Go ahead, my friend. Go ahead. Yeah. So just to end. So I just wanted wanted to just to share what happened is in the beginning of this year, I was reflecting, I was journaling. I'm like, okay, hundred X this. And I was thinking to myself, there's something about these hundred day, mm. these hundred day intentions, right? These hundred day, I ended up calling hundred day epics, right? Mm -hmm. Because hundred days. So I ended up like deciding, I'm like, oh, I'm going to try this again. I'm going to, I'm going to put something out there. I'm not going to be as audacious as hundred X, but I'm going to say, I'm going to double my business. I'm going to, I'm going to add more people into the company. I'm going to pitch NPR, a, a new show. Mm -hmm. um, and it was January 23rd and it was a hundred days. And what happened super fast forward, I put all these goals that will, that will line up to who I am and what I want in my legacy for the, you know, the stepping stones. Wow. And that the next hundred day period, I hit them all. It was, Come on I, I, I didn't even know. I was like, holy <laughs> crap. This, there's something about this hundred day right. declarations. Right. And, and the reason why I want to share with you and your community is because, you know, there's, there, there's two ways that people, there's two systems right now when creating, we create goals. Okay. There's the news, new year's resolution. That's right. Yeah. Which yeah. is actually 365 days. days. Right. Exactly. How overwhelming or underwhelming is that for all of us that's right that's right like 365 days is long that's right exactly and a lot of people already you know they have this false sense of security that oh i'm not going to start this week there's a you know we have the, the year tomorrow is never there. comes right <laughs> and then all of right. a sudden february is around and they exactly. forgot their goals already right, right. so it's, exactly. it's too long and the other flip side is the corporate world, which is 90 days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. we work in quarters. But the exactly. funny thing about corporate world, if you have a lot of experience in there, is the 90 days are not even up, but they're already planning the next quarter. Exactly, my friend. So they don't even have time to reflect. So I have these 100 days, and then I have 22, 21, 22 days, depending on what year we're in, um, that I have time to reflect. Very good. Align to the goals that I have, double down or pivot. And then the next hundred days starts and I put it all and it allows me as a multi-passionate when I'm in these hundred days, when new shiny objects, new collaborations right. come in, right. I'm about to say, oh, Dr. Butler, that's, I love that idea. I'm going to put it here because I'm mm -hmm. only on day 53 today. Right. But when this is done and if it still makes sense there, if the opportunity is still there and it lines, then let's go do it. Exactly. Well, let, so let it me ask you to... this framework. Right. Let me ask you this, because you just said something that was was that I think was powerful. And I don't want the audience to miss this is you you gave us those those steps. But one that you gave us at the end was giving yourself time to pivot, because sometimes we get ourselves so locked in to um, what we're doing that we don't pivot. You know, we say, I'm, I'm going to have this. I'm going to do this, you know, heck of high water, whether I drown or not, I'm going to do it. And, and I think that's not realistic. Um, I'm, a, I'm a day trader, you know, by profession. And we also have, we own a business, we teach people how to trade. And one of the things that as you were talking, uh, and I'm sure you know about the Fibonacci, um, you, utilizing the Fibonacci gives you that, that opportunity, you know, to, to test and see where you're at, to see if you need to move forward or if you need to back off. So I love that, that, that within that 100 days, you also see, Hey God, this may not really be working. You know, I've given it everything I have. I'm exhausted. Um, maybe there's something. So I'm so I'm pivoting. Maybe not totally away from what I'm my goal is, but I'm pivoting to something else to get to that goal. 
is, is am I assessing that correctly or not? Edwin? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, the pivots and the reflection is important for all of us to understand that we're still on the right journey, right? Because what happened in the past for me is, and a lot of it happened last year during this pivot phase of COVID right. Right. is, you know, I was looking for completion, right? Mm -hmm. I was looking for impact. I was looking for something that would complete me or find me when right. ultimately it was me. Right. But now this framework of pivoting not only allows me to assess the goals that I put out there, does it line up? Um, and how do I double down on it? But it also gives me when I'm within the 100 days, when these new opportunities are coming at me, because they come out of nowhere, I'm sure you get your, you know, you get emails like, hey, yes. I love what you're doing. Yeah. Let's, you know, let, you know, let's everyone pitches right. us, right? Right, right. right. <laughs> and right. for me, someone who's a multi, a lot of them sound good. Yes, yes. Definitely. <laughs> you're like, yeah, that sounds yeah. good. But yeah. why don't I let, why don't I put that on the back burner when I'm in this period of reflection and say, hey, Dr. Butler, let's chat about that thing. How's that going? What's this going? How could I help? Right. And then I could reflect during that period to say, oh, you know what? That actually lines up into what I'm trying to do. Let's, how can we make this happen? And then it, and then that project ends up in my next hundred days. There you go. Right. So, great. This has yeah. been great. Well, Edwin, this has been such a wonderful conversation with you, my friend. And, and I always say, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I podcast. Let me, I'm going to be honest with you. One of the reasons why I podcast, I, I, I love it, number one, but also I am a serial voyeur. I love to hear people's stories. I love to peer into people's lives and I love to learn. And so you've, you've helped to share with me something that, and I believe in the Gestalt theory, something that I need to graft into my lifestyle, into what I'm doing as well. And so I want to thank you so much for being here with us on Moments of Grace. Would you tell people how they can listen to your podcast, how they can get in contact with you, your email, uh, website, or whatever you love to share, any of your particulars. Yeah, right now, my focus is towards my Cafe 100X campaign. And you okay. can find all my information if you go to www.cafe100x.com. Um, my podcast is called the Business Leadership Podcast. But yeah, go to 100x.com and it will get you to the links that you need to get to you could join my discord there you could chat with me every day i'm always i'm always updating that but gotcha. that's that that's where i am right now and uh, i mean it's just a blessing to be on here I, i'm just excited because i'm on this journey and i want to share as i as i build and and live the 100x life right there you go there you go well thank you so much for being here with us on moments of grace it has been such a blessing to have you here with us uh dear hearts we've, we've been talking with edwin and you know his sometime you just have to be bold enough and, and and i always say this i heard this years ago this is nothing i came up with that if your dreams are not large enough for people to laugh at you they're too small so sometimes you need to be bold enough with your dreams bold enough with your goals that when people look, they say there's no way possible. You kind of lock yourself in to make, <laughs> to make yourself do it. Uh, but at the same time, once you, you understand giving yourself that goal and going for that goal, it is actually freeing. Because the, the other side is we're not hamsters that should be on, uh, you know, on these treadmills, it's just going around and around. We really should be going somewhere. And the only way you can go somewhere is to set a goal. There is nobody in the world that plans for a trip to New York that doesn't step out of their house and get in the car. 
you've got to go and get it. You've got to do it. And so we thank Edwin for being here with us. This has been Dr. A. Jerome Butler, and this is Moments of Grace. Love, uh, commit, remember to love God, love life. Keep the light on. We'll see you next time.